Episode 30. We're live now. We're live now. We had some technical difficulties there for a few minutes. I thought you had everything worked out before we got here. Well, when you add the, the element of doing it on YouTube, and it's just a lot to handle. <laughs> I need a remote for the iPad to make it work a little bit better. So Is it going to last longer than 53 minutes this time? I think so. I deleted a bunch of stuff off there. I had two movies on there that were taking up like three gigs, <laughs> so we should be good now. Um Drew is going to be really disappointed. In Drew's, Drew's in Florida. <laughs> Drew his... will watch this. He has nothing else to do. Oh, he might. No, he no, he'll listen. He probably listens, but um, he'd rather watch. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, we we did have two viewers. One was us, but we did have two. <laughs> Last time I checked, and one was Scott Patton. It might have been. Um, it might have been. They got. I watched theirs. I don't think we put the marketing department quite on that yet, so I, I would not be disappointed with the numbers. Who, who's the marketing department? <laughs> That'd probably be you also. <laughs> marketing, artwork, and design. Logos. <laughs> CFO. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, YouTube channel. My um, channel. Two views. Two views. <laughs> Five days ago. Six days ago. All right. Episode 30. Live wow. from Casa de Bevo. Um, we talked, uh, we did our pre-show meeting, like we always do. Um, you said there was no real news on the Chris Froome saga to date. No, um, we were, everybody was expecting something this week because they actually, like the last podcast, we talked about the tribunal. Yeah, you thought it was going to be like Tuesday or Wednesday? It should have been Tuesday or Wednesday or this week and nothing's come out yet. So that probably means Sky's been able to... Even though Froome and Sky both say they want a fast resolution to this, mm-hmm. I don't believe them. No. No. Um, They'd did, like to be able to race, win the races, have this done after the Tour de France, go back and, and whatever happened, happened, and then he keeps everything that he's done. Yeah, which you kind of, I don't remember if you talked about that on the show or we talked about that I later, on, later on. I think okay. we talked about it on the show. Um. The consequences of him not coming clean. Clean. Yeah. How did he do in the, was it the Ruta del Sol? Was that what he was racing in? Not very well. But he wanted to keep a low profile. He just wanted to race. Just to get some miles in. Yeah. You, you need those, you need race miles and you can only train by yourself so much. Eventually you have to get to the point where. So. I wrote down a couple things to talk about in cycling. Uh, you wanted to talk specifically about an interview that Lance did last week, or some of the can't find it. some of the topics that he wanted he was discussing. Well, again, Lance Lance is in this Lance zone where he just decides that the only thing that matters is the Tour de France. That's not true any longer. No, every team besides Sky wants to have. I mean, we look at. Philippe Joubert. We look at um, uh, Tom Dumoulin, um, uh, Nibley, yeah. and they would all like to win. Nibley would like to win all three Grand Tours yeah. and all the classics, and he's actually going that way. Lance is so out of touch. Yeah, 
with what's going on that he sounds like a broken record every time that he says the Tour de France is most important. It's not. Cycling is a beautiful sport that happens for a full year. It's international. There's Australians that are ready to go in the early season and the late season. There's Americans that are ready to go here and there. There's Europeans that are ready to go in different places. He's so out of touch, and what I heard from that interview was so 1998. I just want to reach through the interviewer and slap him a little bit like we're going to do on Stooges. <laughs> I am going to buy the seven the seven t-shirts at the seven yellow t-shirts I can find at the Humane Society. <laughs> they will be worth the same amount as those seven jerseys that hang. Oh, you want to frame them and put them up in the RV? Oh no, I'm putting them on a plastic hanger because that's all those jerseys are worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, so right right before I when I was doing some research for the show just to pick some topics out on um, Flipboard. I saw, or I might have been on Twitter at the same time, because there was a, the Penguins made a trade today, and I was trying to get the details of the trade, but Lance is in my feed as well, just because I want to see, every once in a while he posts something of interest, or he posts something kind of controversial that I know I can bring up with you and, and get a rise <laughs> out of you. Well, I haven't listened to his podcast maybe in a couple months. I, I get I because there's no no one of interest. Right. Well, so you're saying our podcast is more interesting than his. I've listened to our our podcast. I've listened to our podcast more than I've listened to his podcast cool. in the last three months. Nice. I might have listened to maybe like one episode, but he, like I said, he hasn't really had anybody of interest that I would want to like listen to. Um, but it popped up in my Twitter feed, or it popped up on Flipbook. He had a, like a 45 second preview. Of his next guest. And to me, it's a reach. <laughs> He's interviewing an ex-porn star. And it's not the one that slept with Trump. It's just a porn star. Mia Khalifa's her name. Okay. And the, the, the 45 second clip talks about how ISIS has threatened to kill her. Because <laughs> she's, um, she's of Middle Eastern descent. Yeah, it's super weird. Is she an American? I think so. Okay. Just making sure. I don't. I mean, I don't know. The only thing I know about her is she's no longer in porn, and she is a Washington Capitals fan, and people give her grief about that all the time. But I only know that because of my affiliation to the Penguins. Uh-huh. No, because Mark Madden, who's a radio host in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. he tweets about it quite often. A porn star... Who's a Capitals fan? Yes. She's like one of those bandwagon fans. Like, you used to call me about Green Bay. <laughs> Hold on. I called you about Green Bay is the fact you've never been to Green Bay and you rooted for the team. That's true. I never called you. You actually understood the team. You knew more about the team than some of the players. So I'm not saying that you were a bandwagon that way. What I was saying was, was it's hard for me it's hard for me to support you supporting Green Bay if you've never been to Green Bay. Have I been to Green Bay? You have now, and you've shown me the pictures, <laughs> and it's fantastic because you understand some well, of what Green Bay is. The thing is, Green Bay isn't just Milwaukee or Madison or Kenosha or the other north side well, of the Burbs. It has its own culture. I wouldn't even compare it to any of those places. Well, well, I mean, it's in Wisconsin. You've so. never been to those places either. So. I know, but. <laughs> 
I've been to Milwaukee because I had to go to Milwaukee to get to Green Bay. My grandparents are from Iron Mountain, Michigan, which is that's not Wisconsin. From Green Bay, <laughs> it's not Wisconsin. And that's fine. However, they were lying. I've fans. been to I've been to Green Bay. Well, they're from Detroit. They lived in Allen Park. Yeah. Uh, Brick. I don't know what he changed his name to on Facebook because you can't keep track of the shit's kid. razor blades. <laughs> Uh, not, the, not the fake brick whatever and the Marietta Mennonite went and they raced in Detroit last weekend. Yeah, had a good you posted weekend. that picture. Yeah. How'd they do? They did it's good. Early in the season. Third out them, of, right? Well, it, it's Madison Racing. It, oh, okay. It is, it is what it is. It looks like they're doing a lot of events. I think you posted something. Well, they're doing monthly and yes. we're trying to support them wasn't, in their events. Wasn't there, you posted something maybe yesterday, the day before for a race, maybe this weekend? Or next weekend? Well, this weekend is uh, collegiate cycling starts in Auburn. Gotcha. Okay. And then... I thought you posted something for that, the Lexus Velodrome yesterday. Or maybe it just popped up on I my probably tagged. I probably tagged a picture from, from there. We're super proud of Kevin and Chad. They went up there and represented. Um, so do you have any of the information on that Lance interview that you want to talk about? Or do you want to hold off for next time? Well, I don't think it's worth talking the, about until you have everything in it. Well, I know other, you watched it or you saw it, but... I saw it, and when he says that the Tour de France is the most important thing, yes, it is. But when Sky is gone, all the other teams will be like, you know what? We can all share the, we can all share the pool. Well, I mean... And, and that goes back to my nibbly comments about, you know what? He's doing the Tour de, he's doing the tour de Flanders. And honestly, the... Um, uh, the cyclocross rider from the world championships, three-time winner, is going to do Strade Blanche in Italy. He's going to do the Paris Roubaix, and nice. his team has gotten invites to this. The cycling world is no longer the Tour de France lands. It's not. Well, I you, don't think it has you, been for a long time. Uh, no, it has been because Team Sky and Lance they do this shit. They want to make. They want to make the reason that they are most important, the most important one thing event, and then they cheat and do everything they can to win one event a year. And that's not actually what cycling is, and they misunderstood that. Brailsford understood it, misunderstood it. Lance misunderstands it. Bernil misunderstood Froome. it. Froome misunderstands it. Cycling is not just what happens there. We have track cycling. We have cyclocross. We have road racing. We have mountain biking. All these are great genres of the sport. And when you think of sports as an Olympics, and I can't talk about how well Korea has done with this Olympics. I mean, they have a dedicated stadium for all the the skiing events. And they're all right on top of each other. Yes, they have... So you don't I have mean, to drive three hours to go to an event. It's, it's so Olympic. Yeah. It, it's great to see the world... And I feel great about where the world is coming to because I, I hate to read articles where they talk about how all the old facilities are... are falling are apart. Falling apart or whatever. Not used. I'm sorry. If you aren't willing to keep the facilities open, you aren't in Olympic City. Yep. You aren't. Yep. You aren't an Olympic uh, city. You aren't a summer Olympic city. And I hate it for you. And I hate it for your for the taxpayers. I hate it for everyone else. But unless you have a velodrome that can hold the Olympics, you're not an Olympic city. A perfect example is uh, Barcelona held the Summer Olympics yeah, I, in. I saw that ninety two. Was okay ninety two. Lance was there. 
Lance who Scott. Gives, who gives a shit? You. I don't. You're the Lance fan. I'm not a Lance fan. I was a Lance fan. And we're talking about Lance Crackers. <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about Lance Bass. From <laughs> Let's call him Lance, Lance Crackers. That, we, sure. We're talking about Lance Crackers. Okay. But, like, so one of the things from that city was the, the diving pool. Yes. That was featured in a iPhone ad a year ago? Yeah. So you know it's still being used. Yes. Because it's the exact same cityscape or picturesque scene of the guy. You got your makeshift bar again. <laughs> you brought it out. I did. <laughs> I, I, I got to take care of you. <laughs> well, I asked you if you wanted me to bring anything. Well, I, I don't start drinking for another five days. I know. It's going to be glorious. Well, I was going to leave some stuff in the fridge for you. Nah, it's okay. Um... But, you know, like, I think they could go back and do the Olympics there. Yes. Again. You know, L.A. Hasn't had the Olympics in 20, 30, 4 years. London, Tokyo, Beijing. And we've talked Um, about this in the past. It's going to come down to, like, five cities that are just going to rotate the Olympics. more than that. And and what it's going to do is it's going to be if you want to be in an Olympic city where you support cycling, you support rowing, you support... You support Skiing. sailing and you support all these sports. Yep. If you are an Olympic city, then you need to have these venues and and you need to keep them up. And you need to keep them up, and they need to be available at the time of the event. Um, is there anything else? I know we talked about this last week, but there's not really anything else going on in cycling right now. It's kind of a the season's about a month away from. We get into yeah, some of the classic well, races. Saturday is is Hosla. Uh, I can't even pronounce it. Um, the op- it used to be Het Volk, uh, but they changed to the sponsor's name, and so that actually starts this Saturday. And it's the first Cobble Classic of the year. Oh, sweet! Is yes. that going to be on TV? Uh, actually, NBC Sports Gold should have it. Okay, cool. Because it's on Tomorrow. the. Yes, it's on the it's on that provider that does the Tour de Flanders and all that, and so that it was I on the old Universal Channel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wing bracket. Yeah. Um, we were figuring out before the show. There's the possibility we could knock out four in a day again, or five, five potentially, because um, there's five within close proximity of. The north end of town. We were just trying to figure out who the other two were that are left. I'm pulling up now. We know we got Wing Factory downtown. We got JR Crickets downtown. Um, Probably and then, can't hit those two. And then Castleberry's up here. Windward's up here. $3 the other one. Or no, did they lose? They lost. No, I think they won. Oh, there it is. Yeah. TJ's won. Windward Tavern. Oh, we moved Windward Tavern through Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Hudson Grill, Castleberry Ale House, and I can't see the other side. Yeah, $3 was the one we were missing. Well, that's, that's on the north side, too. North we side could do too. six in one day. We could actually do all eight. That's that's rough. If we if we both took a day off from work. Take a day off of work. We got Sunday. <laughs> I don't have any Sundays. You mean we need to take a day off any, after work? I don't have many Sundays left. Okay. With race season starting up. Gotcha. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, okay, so we will come up with some times that work with your schedule. Our uh, schedule. My schedule's pretty free at this point, other than having Violet. Well, 
I don't want to run into pilot time. She sleeps half the day anyway. <laughs> can, she, can she come? She could come. We've taken her out to a couple restaurants. She sleeps the whole time. Nice. We took her to Red Robin last weekend, and we took her to oh, uh, Burger, Burger Fi. <laughs> took her to Burger Fi, too. She slept the whole time. That's awesome. Um, okay, so we... Thank you. So we will post... Yes. And, and, and give yeah, everybody, we, like, a we week's make notice. make proper bracket. We'll give everybody a week's notice. And we will put our raw data on to share. Yeah. If people want to disagree with us, that's fine. No problem here. Uh, you're talking to the most two insensitive human beings that I've ever met. What? I'm not insensitive. When I'm sensitive. Take, when do you ever <laughs> take criticism? I take criticism all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't happen to agree with you all the time. <laughs> I meant to pull something up from our last conversation. Oh, really? Yes. What was it? So we were arguing about who's more important, the coach or the quarterback. Well, Scott Patton was very specific about that. And if you if you don't forget, you cut me off when I was trying to say the end of that sentence that you cut me off on because you were so belligerent. I wasn't belligerent. I was angry. <laughs> in, I, and what I was trying to finish was in the salary cap era. Okay. In the salary cap era, what? The coach is more important than the quarterback. Okay. So that's going to go against what I was about to argue with you. <laughs> well, I don't know because I'm thinking of it from a business perspective, and I do understand the athleticism perspective, which a coach – and, you know, there's stories of Vince Lombardi on, on – on, on, Vince Lombardi on game day was the most worthless individual on the field. The other six days of the week, he's absolutely the most important. And I do respect that part of of being a quarterback. And we saw that early with the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan when plays were coming down and we could see Matt Ryan say, Oh hell no, we're not running <laughs> Oh hell no, we're not running that. <clears throat> if so like I said, I don't think I'd like to hear what you have to say. I'm sorry. Okay. I what I was gonna that. ask you No, it's fine. What I was gonna ask you was and and this is going to go against what your statement would just was because <laughs> you've you've clarified yourself a little bit. Well, you kind of stopped me mid sentence, right. and I remember that because uh, Scott Patton was so was so emphatically against what I said, and I was like, "Oh, you didn't let me finish." It was in the sal- salary cap era. How many? Who? What has more in the Hall of Fame? Coaches or quarterbacks? Quarterbacks. You proved my theory. <laughs> <laughs> So it says it's the list I'm looking at says modern era quarterbacks. There's 26 in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's going to have coaches. Well, you know, unfortunately for quarterbacks, coaches have a longer era, and their entry in would be later than. It's only by two. Oh really? <laughs> 24. But 24 to 26. When I was really. Commenting on and 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 obviously the quarterback's the most important person on the field at, at any at any time. Like the middle linebacker. I'll, I'll give or, you. I'll give you a perfect example. If you look at the Green Bay Packers from the '60s, the most important person on don't that. Don't go in my era. No, no. 
the most important person on that team was Vince Lombardi. Right. Even though Bart Starr was his quarterback, and I believe he is in the Hall of Fame. Well, that that relationship is super important, okay. and you can't. But you but, can't have one without the other. Here's the con- here's the opposite. Yes. If you look at the Green Bay Packers of the last ten years, yes, the most important person on that team is Aaron Rodgers, not Mike McCarthy. Correct, and that's why they only have one world championship instead of three instead or four. Instead of three or four. And now, so, but and again, the league itself is different because they're sure, they're they're uh, the only relationship that I might think where that is different is the Tom Brady Bill Belichick relationship. I don't think there's another one in the NFL where the coach is more important than the quarterback. I think if you replace you know what the greatest part of watching Bill and Bill 30 for 30 was? Ten years from now, we'll have a Bill and Tom. And it, yes. and it will be just as awesome because they will be honest about their own feelings. And I don't think they liked each other all the time. But they both knew that they needed each other, which is team. Team, mm-hmm. team occurs agree, agree. When, when two great people decide that it was like, you know what? We need to combine our skills to get better. I think the relationship is a little different in the fact that... The Bill and Bill? Yes. Or McCarthy and... No, 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 no. The Bill and Bill relationship is... The coach to coach. uh, Like, he's a necessary evil type relationship. I see what he brings to the table, but I don't have to like him as a person. (laughs) Where I think... Belichick and Brady were up until maybe this season were pretty close or had a very strong, clean, clear, good working relationship and might have spent some personal time together off the field or in the off season. I disagree. We'll we'll, we'll know in ten years when that documentary I, I, when, comes out. When the Bill and Bill and Tom. I think it's a very different relationship because I don't think of Tom Brady as a necessary evil because Tom Brady is. Well, for all think, respects, he's the best quarterback ever. I don't ever think at this Belichick. Point. I think Belichick liked the fact that Purcells was mouthy and he didn't have to say anything, and he could he he didn't have to be in interviews and that. Yeah. And then when he became a head coach, yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm stuck doing this interview." And and, and as a human it. being, you know, even as a bike shop employee, you know, someone caught me off guard yesterday morning. And gave me some information that was incorrect about our website. And I was... Defensive. Not defensive. I was inquisitive. Oh, is that why you posted the eBay thing today? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, I was inquisitive. I thought you got a hat. I was like, and you know me. I'm, yeah, it comes very, across as harsh I'm and very, it's not meant to be. I'm very Brooklyn. Yes. I'm very like, you know, I mean, no, I'm happy it's, to help. It's the Michigan in you. Yes. I'm happy to help anyone that needs information. Yes. But they caught me off guard. We got off on the wrong foot. Then I had to have a teaching moment where I had to listen to 10 minutes to their conversation. Right. Which is fine. You know, sure. I deserved it. I totally deserved it. But in the end, it's like, you know what? I wish I would have had someone there that might have... And, and, you know, Pete at the Dick Lane Velodrome does this for me. And other and you do this for me with employees when we work together. Yeah. People come to you a thousand times. We're like, why is Marvin such an asshole? 
He's not. He just likes things a certain way. Well, I'm just trying to do my job. Right. You're trying to do your job. They're trying to make a living doing their job. And we all just need to get along. Mm-hmm. And that's what I that's what I feel about Belichick. He really appreciated a lot of, of what Bill Purcells did for him. Yeah. And then I think Tom Brady appreciates a lot of what Bill Belichick did for him. Sure. In you know, he never criticized or he criticized on the field, <laughs> which is reverse of what you usually do as a coach. Right. But you know, if Tom Brady making eighteen million is getting chewed out. Yeah. They had that relationship, which is a is very Belichick esque. Um, let's move on to our podcast. We've got some news, and hopefully, some people have seen. I, I created a logo today for us uh, after some. Uh, <laughs> it's the, very the one great very Livestrong esque. That was just. That was just. <laughs> Randomly, it looks like I noticed that after I'm like, God, this kind of looks like the Livestrong logo. Um, but it also, it was just the template I was working with, and those were the colors, right? And I didn't, I can change the colors, I just didn't do it. No, it's great. Um, I don't, I don't use black and gold in a lot of what I do, uh, you so know, I wear it almost every boy. day, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the reason that came about is I get a text from Scott Patton this morning. Hey, check out our new logo. <laughs> like, oh, one episode, he's got a logo? God damn it. <laughs> so I went out and uh, this afternoon put one together. Also, uh, we're recording this live again uh, for YouTube, so you can watch us on YouTube. Um, and I'll tweet out the, or tweet out or send out the link after it's up and so we might running. might get more than two views? We got two views last time. You said... Uh, if you thought if you said if we got any views, you thought that would be amazing, <laughs> and we got two. Um, let's talk about Scott and and Joe Joe or Joseph. I, I can't remember. Uh, their their first podcast was Sunday night. Congrats! Well well done, guys. Congrats! Um, I got on to my computer or my iPad at like eight o'clock, and I saw Scott was on Facebook. I said, hey. Um, When's the episode going up? He's like, oh, we're going to start recording any minute. He goes, I can loop you in on on um, Google, what's it called? Google Play or... Um, well, he does all Android, so it'd have to be Google... Meetings? Not meetings. No. I've got it on my phone. Not chat. It's Google... Hangouts. Hangouts. Ooh, five minutes left. Hangouts. Oh, you done. Yeah, Google Hangouts. So, the one thing I would tell you guys, it would be better if you guys were split-screened instead of it jumping back and forth between the two of you. Right. Um, so, well, you can see both. Like, that's the great thing about our, our thing is if you're watching, I'm looking at Mike almost the whole time and kind of reacting to yes. him. And instead of it bouncing, I know you two can see each other, and we can kind of see in the corner it's both of you. But it would be better if you guys were split-screened, I think. Especially if you guys are going to do it remotely like you're doing. Well, you should do split screen. I mean, you should go at uh, Adam Meyerson does a, a Skype version of his podcast. And he does a good split screen um, of that, which is why I actually started my split screen from this, mm-hmm. which you were surprised that I actually started. Well, usually when you come up with an idea, I'm the first one to just kind of jump on it. Hold on. I've been asked to do a podcast 
well over a year before you even thought it was a good idea. And our you first just never, podcast, you just never told it to me. <laughs> Bullshit. You never listened, and you know it. I just blew you off because I didn't think you were serious. Yes, but and but our first podcast was since, two Apple 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 earbuds. Yeah, sitting on the couch upstairs. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was fun. But since we started, I've done basically. And I'm not complaining. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. <laughs> I've basically done everything to make it happen for the most part, except for content, which right. you've given me a lot of. Yes. And time. Yes. And well, like I mean, but the wing bracket was pretty much your idea. Yes. You didn't. Think, you didn't. But think like, you could pull it off. I've got all the equipment together. You did. Yeah. And well, I asked you what I thought you needed. We needed. And then you just went and got it. It just kind of figured and it out. And then you got the microphone. You got you got this. And I, I always imagined us doing this more at reality. Well, we do almost a third of the shows there. Right. But I always imagined us doing it more there than here, which I'm fine with doing it here. I don't want to impose. Well, you're not. Upon you and your family. No, you're not. Well, I, I did, I'm just saying yeah. that the, I, the original idea was actually... More doing. We can do more over there. We don't. It's five. Don't it's five minute drive for me. It doesn't matter. Well, it's a five minute drive for me also. But that's really that's actually what kind of started this. Right. Was how close we got together. Because yeah. even Devonshire at the wrong time from Sandy Springs. Oof. I mean the wrong time, and I'm yeah. an hour. I'm an hour out. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's awful. Um. A couple things. So. And, and I chat with Scott quite a bit on Facebook now. Cool. Just he sees me online and we chat. And I've started watching, um, is it John Croom? Yeah, John's VPN. I've, I've started watching his. We got to get him on. Well, that's all he wanted. When I asked him, if he, he he acted like he didn't know that oh, he had yeah, a podcast. Right? <laughs> and then when I asked him if he wanted to be on, he's like, that's all I was waiting for, Barbara. <laughs> And I think some of it actually comes from uh, the Kieran last year with uh, Thompson and Mark and mm-hmm. some of those guys. So, I mean, those the guys that come are always amazing. And I'm, unfortunately, what occurred differently from the Kieran and other races is I've gone into a refereeing. Yeah. Type role, yeah, and unfortunately, judging or refereeing, I don't feel comfortable having a podcast and being in the same day. Like doing, yeah, I, I get you. You've got to separate. I'm fine, I'm fine with you doing it, and I'm fine being on as a as a third guest. What I'm not okay with is like I'm using this to talk about the race that I just officiated. Well, I think if we do it with him. We do it around off season, like now would be per- like the next month. Well, or- he'll he'll be he'll be here for the cure in, in May. Okay, hopefully it's you're February. Hopefully you're here to come. Yeah, or be, to I, the should race. Be, I should be around. Yeah, and so hopefully we. Yeah, but we could we could do we'll it remotely pro- with we'll him. We'll probably use ethic. Well, we'll probably use ethic, and we'll probably do the same thing we did last year. And I'd like to do that again. I just like to exclude. Oh yeah, I could take him off to the side and do this like a, a or private. Or you guys can go into the in in, and then when you need me, you need me. But 
but I'd rather be excluded from that conversation. Okay. Or we could do it in the next couple weeks and have them on remotely. We could work it. Like where we do a Skype call with them. That way it's not really um, a conflict yes. of interest for you. Yes. Because I, I think it's more important that... It's you know, really challenging you, for me. I you guys have a relationship. Enjoy... Yes. Because you've known each other for a lot longer. And I, I don't know John. He's Him and I have never... We might have met once, but I don't remember it. But that's no, the beauty of a relationship John. is having someone to ask the questions well, no. that we don't know to ask. Which is why I brought you in to I'll, announce... I'll still ask the questions because I've got... I'm sure I can come up with lots having watched his blog or vlog, whatever you want to call it. And just seeing all the kind of different things that he does and how he trains. And I think there's, you know, between like talking to a guy like that or, or, or Kevin or Brick or any of the other guys in East Point Track Club, there's a lot of different things I can get out of those guys. Or an Annunziata, a guy who's been doing it for, what, 50 years? <laughs> Annunziata's pissed because he's only been racing for like five or ten years. Has he? Oh, yeah. And so he gets is, pissed at, at his buddy Jim and myself because those goddamn old school, old, <laughs> those old school racers just come up and do some weird crap. And Well, jo- John, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you on. We can figure always. out anytime. Yes. I have started watching your, your vlog, your vlog, whatever you want to call it. I've seen a couple of the different episodes. They're great because they're short. And they're informative and they're, you know, it's kind of cool to see, like, a guy who's involved in track racing in kind of his day-to-day life and how he, like, this week was his trip to the chiropractor, which was kind of, but I guess I didn't know about his accident last year or the year before, you know, stuff like that. So it was still kind of interesting to see. Um, we're at 34 minutes. Any, do you got anything else on Scott in Scott's Fat Guys No More no, podcast? Congrats. I, I joked. With, he, he put his logo out today. I saw you liked my comment. I thought it was Battle of the Bulge, General Patton. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, great well, job. Good job, I man. I didn't see Scott Indicator. On Sunday. On Sunday. Before his show. Yes. That's right, because I came and saw you Monday. That's when yes. we chatted. Yes. And so, congrats, Scott. Um... Oak Island. They ain't finding shit anytime <laughs> What are you talking about? They find treasure next week. One ruby. Look at that treasure. <laughs> um, how crazy is this show? It's pretty out there. They drain the hole. Yes. They get down to the bottom. And then it fills up. <laughs> They've got like a solid two minutes of footage. And then you can see this, the, so, the mud bubbling up. So for, then, me, for me as a viewer... And knowing, so they did all, my feeling is they did all the scenes with that within two or three weeks. And then they've been cutting back and forth. They've been editing to get themselves more. You know how you can tell the weather keeps changing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Some days they're just in t-shirts. The next day they're, two hours later they're in winter jackets. Winter jackets. (laughs) Which is true for Nova Scotia. Yeah. And so, but you can see them editing and kind of getting out what they need to get out. But it's a great show. It is what it is. I mean, and actually, you know what? What made me what, what made it bizarre is the radio show I was listening to on the way to work like two days ago. They were making fun of the Laginas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what radio show were you listening to? There's this 
So 105.7, the alternative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got rid of the girl. They moved her to the afternoon. And there's the most awful morning show in the history of mankind. Worse than 100.5? I thought they were... I thought they were from Portland, and they just, like, streamed their show in or something. Could be. So bad. I have. I was going to Google it to figure out who they were, but they actually sounded like they might be in town, so I didn't want to insult them yet until I get a proper... Listen, they're going to take insults from a guy who gets 18 listeners on his podcast? <laughs> Those are 18 more than listen to their show. Hey, we're fastly approaching a thousand downloads. <laughs> Are we gonna have a celebration? Yes. I think we're at like eight seventy ish right now. We'll go there for St. Patty's. We'll just push it over the Should we do should we record on St. Patty's? Oh my god. At yes. like at like eight o'clock at night? Nine. When we're just torn up from the, torn up from the floor. I believe they are. I scheduled the party from two to eight. I saw it. <laughs> um Anything of note this week? They found a buckle <laughs> to a treasure chest. That was a reach. <laughs> they found a buckle to a chest. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a treasure chest. But it was handmade. Yes. What else did they find? They went back to Smith's Cove and they found some sort of wood plate. Well, and then they, I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know either. It's. And they said Fred Nolan found that back in the 50s or 60s. Yes. The corner. And then and then the, the coffer dam broke. <laughs> uh, so the best part was Anunziata right after the show. It hits both of us. <laughs> Another week, we found dirt on Oak Island. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, and I what did I write back? More digging, more holes, no results. No results. You and Anunziata. Oh god, it's so annoying at this point. <laughs> I think there's two episodes left. There's one like live episode and one like recap episode, and oh, they're really? and they're coming back next year. No, they are. Yeah, they're gonna come yeah. back next year. They're now. gonna do one more year out there, and then they're gonna. I to that. Yeah, they're gonna do one more, and if <laughs> hopefully they find something, I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> are you, you're on the one hundred five point seven. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Um, Woody show. That's what it's called. That's not from here. I know. It's I not mean, you're you're, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. I don't think it is from here. It's from Portland. That's weird. So then how are they doing that show? It's it'd be a day behind. Yeah, three hours. You think those people are getting up at three o'clock in the morning in Portland to do a, a show? I think radio people will do whatever it takes That's to true. make a couple extra bucks. That's true. <laughs> um all right. Jeff Woody Fife. God. Winter Olympics. Yes, sir. You want to start with the men or the women? Whatever you want. Let's start with the women because that's some good news. The women, the U.S. women, I'm so impressed by them. It was some great hockey. And the Canadians did not play poorly. They were, they were very Malkin-esque in their, in their, in their... They were very what? Malkin-esque. Who's Malkin-esque? That's You're not ca- talking about Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, the three-time Stanley Cup champion of Guinea Malkin. No, he's never won a Stanley Cup on his own. He's only won Sid, it with Sid Sid Crosby's Sid. never won a Stanley Cup on his own. Like Bill and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Lemieux's never won one on his own. <clears throat> what? Did he win one without Yager? No. No. 
But he never had Sidney Crosby or Malkin. He had the second best player in the league with him. Those Canadian women played like Malkin (laughs) all over the ice. I hate to tell you this, but Malkin's going to win the MVP this year. For what? The season. For the most cross-checks in the season? His, His penalties are way down this year. Because they're not calling him? I don't know. No, he's not doing it anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he's not playing hockey? No, he's just not playing dirty hockey. <laughs> until the so play- how many years until the playoffs. Until so the how playoffs. Many years did he do that? He wasn't the worst in the league. I wasn't saying he was the worst, but I mean he was all right, we're, the we're, Can- all, we're off the No, 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 no. The Canadian women's played the same type of hockey. And you know what? The oh, refs the, the refs were a little we're letting the ladies play. Yes. And and like the Super Bowl and like that. You have to let the players play. It's, it's to me though, watching that game, there weren't any like really like they weren't missing calls. There weren't like egregious. They missed a billion calls. Oh, okay, so I only watched against the, both. I only watched the third period overtime. I don't know how. I, didn't see the first two I don't know how the Americans ended up with five power plays without one American power play. I mean, one Canadian. The U.S. had five power plays. Canada had one. And without Canada having a power play against the Americans. Because there were some trips. There were some... They got a power play in in overtime. Late late in overtime. Look, there's a minute 30 left. Yeah. But that penalty was... I mean, that was an egregious penalty. The girl (laughs) pulled the other girl down. There was nothing wrong with that call. Right. They didn't call anything else in in overtime, but there wasn't like... It's hard to judge that because there's no checking... You're allowed to make contact, but you're not allowed to check. But like when the Canadian player put her hockey stick, her glove on the other girl on the American's face, and it got no call. That's open. Yeah, that's open rules. It's hard to control that game to begin with because they both play a bit chippy against each other because they hate each well, other so much. That's great. What's hilarious though, Jess? <laughs> so Jess watched the whole game while I was at work. Um, and she goes, I didn't realize those girls all played like on the same college teams together. Yeah. I'm like, they're the best in the world. They all went to Minnesota. They all went uh, to North Dakota, North Dakota Minnesota, yes. Maine. They all went to the best co- college hockey school, Boston College, Boston University. That's where they played. Free college is good. It's it's just like the 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 1980s miracle U.S. team. All those kids went to Minnesota and Boston College. <laughs> all of them. And to the point where they hated each other when they started playing together. Um, they had to win some. Well, what's, speaking of the Miracle apparently it was the 38th anniversary of the Miracle Game. That, that win for the women, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Um, the goal that um, Monique Lamoureux scored in overtime, that... that Shootout goal. Triple D. Oh, holy crap, was that amazing. She the, knew she was going to do it. The girl that scored for Canada right before her did the old Peter Forsberg move, yes. which was a great goal, too. I mean, <laughs> there was some, like, really great scoring <coughs> between both teams in the shootout. Amanda Kessel's goal was un- just like her brother. Yes. Put it, like, just under the arm or over the shoulder and just sniped it. Um, the first goal, Poulin, the girl that scored for Canada, yes. her first goal was just, um, what a shot. Yes. Um, I was impressed across the board because I watched almost all of the women's tournament between Canada and the U.S. because they played twice, but I saw a couple of the Canada games. Just the amount of talent on those two teams is is astounding. 
the hockey that was played was very well played. Yes. It's very well coached. Yes. It was very well executed. Yes. All those ladies that played from Korea up, because Korea came and they were like, you know what, we're going to do this. They scored a goal. They scored a goal. They had the cheerleaders go behind them. But isn't that what the Olympics are about? It's about a country deciding, hey, we have six years to put this together and we're going to do our best. And you know what? Those ladies did their best. And my hat is off to all those athletes. It is my favorite event. Just hockey in general at the Winter Olympics. By far. It is. It is. And it's better without NHL. Well, yes and no. It's well, from, from, there's. On international ice, it's better without the NHL. I don't know. I don't know that an NHL team would have done any better than the team that we put out there. I on that ice. I totally agree. Which is more impressive. Well, against NHL caliber players. Which no, the only team the only team that the really other countries players. But the only the only other team that really had NHL caliber players was Russia. Well they're in the gold. Because they've got like three or four or five guys that played in the NHL. Run out of call them Russia. They're the oh, OAR. <laughs> <laughs> the band. The jam band. Do you see that? How many more likes they got? <laughs> yes. They got a ton of downloads because of that. That's crazy. Um, I love OAR. I've always loved them. Rory Hudson's favorite band. No, before I was way. I was. A, I'm not saying he liked them before you. Yes. I'm just saying that is Rory Hudson's favorite band. Yes. Amazing. Because he used to play it every day at, at Urban Fights. But Lights. you know what? I'd rather see athletes that want to be at the Olympics yes. at the Olympics than not. And you and I got into this argument early, and I thought the NFL would or the NHL would actually fold. I did too. I did. It's not good for their business. It's not. I'm fine. Because look at these great hockey players that don't ever play in the NHL. The only reason I would want to see NHL players in the Winter Olympics is to see like a guy like Phil Kessel, who just won two Stanley Cups, win a gold medal, or a guy like Matt Cullen, who almost retired this year and probably would have been the captain of the Olympic team instead of... um, what the heck's his name? He used to play for the Devils. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he was the captain. He was 39 years old, 38 years old. He's the captain. A lot of young guys that looked... The Donato kid looked yep. good. The... Um, who's the big number 18? Um, I can't think of his name. He was Greenway? Yeah. Something like that? He but- was awesome. Those kids and those kids, both of those guys are Bruins prospects. Oh my god, <laughs> they're gonna be with the Bruins next year. They'll get traded. No, they won't. Yeah, they won't. No, because they they're gonna need younger guys. They're they're gonna age out. It doesn't matter. It's the NHL. They they can get anything from anywhere in the world whenever they need. Yeah, they can go to the the whatever the KHL or whatever it is. The well, it's it's funny. All those American players are playing in the KHL. They're playing in the Swedish league. Good for those kids. You know what? You want to make well, no, little, some of those guys are. are you want to make a little bit of money and go and play in Europe? Go, kids. You know. Well, I don't think those guys are kids. Same, golf is point. the same way. Hockey. I love any, any sport that is reverse of cycling, where American kids have to go to Belgium, they have to go to France, they have to go to other European. You know what? Even the balls. You so so you know what. Because our, and I don't even know if you want to get into this tonight, but 
our collegiate system is so effed up in what occurs that people should be thinking of like, hey, hey if I'm going to take the pro route or if I want to be a collegiate athlete, Stop. those are two different routes. Two different routes. Yep. And that's the way it should be. Well, it's, it's, and, um, I, and I think the NCAA is going to say four years or three years like baseball. If you sign for a basketball, this is what's going to come out of the FBI is, investigation. The Adidas thing? The Adidas thing. It's going to be like, you sign for basketball, you're signing up for the next three years collegiate, and then just like baseball. And you're going to get sued if you leave. Yes. It, it's, and that's totally fair. It's kind of what's happening. The NBA in, should do their own D League, and and actually the D League is better than it used to be. Sure. And what they do. Well, there's money but, behind it now. Well, because they realize it's not the D League; it's the G League. <laughs> because they the realize that oh shoot, we cannot rely on the NCAA. So, here. like youth soccer is kind of going that direction. A lot less Always, kids. Yes. A lot less kids are playing high school soccer. Yes. And playing club because it's a better com- competition. And now the coaches are recruiting there from colleges yes. and from pro. Yes. Um, and that's kind of the path that um, American youth soccer is going down. I think the other thing you're going to see there, specifically with that sport, more European clubs coming here and doing a cat- an academy system similar yes. to what well, they're doing what in England need. and Spain if and Germany. If you want to do the full Klingsman, mm-hmm. you have to have them looking for yeah. talent. And they are. There, there's more and more of them here now. We'll I'm putting on camps and clinics because I'm, I'm working with some of them. Um, well, they're more afraid of Atlanta United finding kids that are better than their kids. But the, all those kids they're finding are overseas. They're worried that Atlanta United someday will play Manchester United. I hope they do, and I hope they kick their ass. I can't wait. We'll be in the stadium. If you're not a mank, you're a wank. <laughs> And we'll be in the stadium. That's right. But that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid that actually MLS could actually supersede. It's it's. I think it's like five years away from being able to compete at that level. They've got to get. What Premier League is afraid of is actually what they're afraid of is is our business acumen. Yeah. Our ability to grow, <laughs> a grow organically. Young people. Yeah. The fact that we do have. Immigrants from other countries, we can do short track speed skating with with Koreans or Nigerians. Yeah, we're very we're very holistic. Yes, in the fact, and they're. I guarantee you, the Glaciers are one thousand percent afraid that they might have overstepped their bounds going Euro. Yeah, and actually, they should have bought every. They could have bought the MLS for like ten million dollars ten years ago. Yeah. Well, they could own every team. Yeah. Um, so I, wa- I was flipping through the channels maybe, uh, this is like a week or two ago, and I see on Fox Sports, Borussia Dortmund's playing, which is where Pulisic plays. Right. So I put on the game. They're playing, I-, I can't remember who they're playing in the German league. Bobby Wood is in the German league. I Your buddy. I know you do. I know. That's why I brought you it up. <laughs> At this point, I would take him over what we've got. <laughs> Um, but he was playing. It was funny to see Pulisic playing against Wood. Wow. That yeah. Is weird. And Wood was, I think he had scored. He'd a- left. He'd be a left striker. Or- he was playing striker. They were playing like a four-five-one, and he was the solo striker by himself. Yeah. Um, Good for them. But it, I was like, hell, 
Good for him, man. Way to get out of the MLS and play over here, over there. Well, he knows what he needs to do. So, um, men's hockey. Where are we I, on time? Fifty-one. We're good. <laughs> Watch that screen. Make sure it doesn't go off at fifty-three minutes. Um, men's hockey. Um, I think it was a tough ask for the U.S. team to. I think they played as well as they could have played. The young kids they had played really well. Some of the older guys... There were only four collegians. And those guys played really well. Donato and Greenway were both collegians. Well, what would we do with six collegians? Well, I, think, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to I judge. Tr- I trust the coaches. Yeah. And the coach was on during the women's game. Uh, the Minnesota coach or... Well, it's Tony Granato. Yeah, who does he coach? Professionally, he didn't coach anyone. He was with the Penguins a couple years ago, and then he he went to U.S. Hockey. That's where he's been coached. He might be coaching at uh, um, Min- he might be at Minnesota yeah. or or North Dakota. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. you're right. I think so. He he's right. in the middle of his collegiate season, yeah. which is, is is part of his. And he actually was on during the women in during the women's game, and that, and I was really impressed. With what he talked about, he talked about the selection and how we worked it out and the percentages, and and that and and ESPN did a good job of actually saying they really only worked together for two weeks. ESPN. Yeah. Didn't you mean NBC Sports? No. You saw this on ESPN. Yeah. Oh my. It God. was better than NBC Sports. Yeah. The, the well, <laughs> when you've got Ronick and Milbury and. Well, NBC Sports is more worried about what Tara Lipinski and Johnny... Yeah, but they're not covering hockey. Well, they didn't. But that's where I actually saw it. And so... And it made a lot of sense. It was... What what I'm most appreciative of is the fact it's very congruent. Yes. This is the best athletes we had. This is the best we could do in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And this is the best we played. And yes, we lost to Slovakia in this. But... And they could have won that check game very easily. Okay, so here's here's my argument. In the Olympics, especially in a gold medal game, should it go to a shootout? Yeah, it's the Olympics. And the Olympics is actually different than winning the other ones because you have spectators from all over the world. Mm-hmm. You have... You, you have, can't have a game going on for six periods. Is you what you're just saying, can't. yeah. And so, and honestly, this is I listened to Kornheiser and PTI with Wilbon, and Kornheiser is so, and Wilbon is so. But you go until you win the goal. Those ladies played their hearts out, and yeah. honestly, everyone on the ice gave 110 percent, without and a doubt. you aren't going to get any different result. Yeah. From going three Sick. periods of four periods. And, you know, you and I both watched the Colorado Avalanche game when they were four deep. And that and that's cool in itself, but this is the Olympics. Yeah. These are these are teenagers or early twenties athletes. You know what? You just have to say you have to get it done. Yeah. The um so the the I think the final for the men's bracket is tomorrow, and we had an upset today. Well, it's Russia versus Germany. Germany, Canada, Canada. Canada will not be playing for a gold medal this year, for the first time in God knows how. I can't. 
maybe since the early 2000s and late 90s. They had to be earlier than that. No, I think there was a year there where before Czechoslovakia split up. Right. Where, like, Czech played, like, Sweden in the finals. It was, like, Hasek, Jager, Chara. Right. It was that team. And that was, I mean, that, and they won the gold medal. I think that would have been the last time maybe. Czech won? Yeah. Oh, really? Czechoslovakia. They won a gold medal? Yeah. 98 or 2002? I want to say it was, like, 98 or 02, yeah. Interesting. Hasek was the goalie. That's how I remember. Hasek and Yager were both on that team. Oh, the number three goalie over Bruder. He's not better than Bruder. Uh, the TV show I watched. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. Um, have you watched any of the bobsled? Zero. It looks... So it's the same track as the luge and the skeleton? Yes. It looks enormous. It looks like there's no room on the track for the sled. I believe that. It looks really weird. Yeah. It's like, and it's just baffling to me that, like, I understand not putting in like a different track or you know, there's not money or space, but well, it no, just looks very. Only aw- one. Well, skeleton, luge, and bobsled are all run on the same track. It just. Do you think they always? Do you think they did it small on purpose? Or that's just the way they... Or just the way it is. Yeah, just the way that track is. They made it smaller because it's Korean? But when the, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. It was, I just watched it and it looked very odd. It looked tight when I was actually watching some of the luge. See, it didn't bother me with the luge because it's... <clears throat> but I could see how... I could see I could see that. And they have... Like just in like the, a velodrome has parameters, I'm sure they have parameters that they... Like in the straights, there was probably six inches either way. Um, I mean, I might be over exaggerating. Or I, I just had like the two man on. I caught some of the two man, and I caught some of the two the women, the two women. Right. I saw some, and it just looked like the, the sled was enormous. Damn. Maybe it's, it's just because we watched Luge and Skeleton first. Yeah, it could be. Could be absolutely. Um, short track speed skating. I did catch a replay after I got yelled at by you and uh, General Patton about not watching. I caught a replay Sunday night. Well, I was watching that in hockey. Hold on. Really? A replay? You told me to go back and watch the replay. I know, because only if you didn't watch it live at 5 a.m. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. to watch short track speed skating. <laughs> That's your fault. No, it's not. You're not as I've got a baby. You're not as I've got a baby. And your a job. baby's up at 5 a.m. No, she's not. Violet She's up loves, at 6 a.m. Violet loves short track speed skating. She doesn't. I was going to give you... I was going to say this. I was like... What short track event do you think Violet's going to be great at? <laughs> Women's hockey. <laughs> Nada. <laughs> Women's hockey. Nope. You, you had to say that in Spanish too, didn't you? She's going to be the first Valenzuelan. Half <laughs> 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 <At> Valenzuelan. <laughs> She's going to be the first Valenzuelan to go to short track. <laughs> we were at the doctor today. <laughs> we went to a new doctor today. She's, is she Latin? I'm like, yes, she's 50%. <laughs> On the census, she's Latin. <laughs> nice. So what event did you watch? I saw. It would have been the you, you the, win, the women's final. You can watch all of them. I know. I just haven't gotten around to it. I watched the women's final where the Italian won. Spoiler alert. I saw what was the men, the men's combined or the men's. Well, that's the final day. The men's. That was like from Tuesday of last week. No, the men the men's relay final was. 
was yesterday. It was the final day. It okay. was the final I watched event. this on Sunday. Well, that's that's way earlier. That's the qualifiers. Oh, okay. So I watched the yeah. qualifier for that, which I found very. It was very much like the Madison. Yes. It is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's awesome. And there was another, it was like an hour and a half or th- two hours, and there were, yeah. there was three events. So I watched that. I'll go back and watch some more this weekend when I've got time. Um, is there anything else on that you wanted to bring up? You, you said you want to talk about short track speaking. Is there something you want to talk about? How amazing it is? It's okay. Did you not see that? It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Long track or short track? I think the short track's more entertaining. Yeah. Because a lot more can go wrong. Yeah, but... No, the short track's more... Enter- it's more entertaining. I haven't watched any of the long well, it's track. it's different. I mean... No, it's like roller derby. That's what it reminds me of is roller derby. On ice. Right. Without the big goon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... Like other Olympic sports... I can see that... This, uh, is, this is one where... where where sometimes you get a little bit lucky and you get in there. Other times, it's strategic. It's extremely yeah, strategic. And everybody the, has a when, different when strategy. In the one thousand, in the one thousand on Thursday night, when the two South Korean ladies actually ended up taking each other out, that was strategy. It was, mm-hmm. and that allows athletes that wouldn't usually win maybe an opportunity to win. And like cycling. Mm-hmm. Not always the best athlete wins, sure, or the most doped, or the most. <laughs> yeah, I... but it but it gives it 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 gives everybody a chance to feel like they have an opportunity to win, and that's that's the same argument we get in with the NFL. You know what? The Cleveland Browns fans think they can get in the playoffs next year, and they can. They could, because the system is based on that. Now, are the Tampa Rays going to get into the playoffs next year? They could. Not a fucking chance in the world. Oh, what, did they lose too much? They, Longoria's they, gone. They, they dumped their salary because the Yankees been up so high. Who's going to be worse, the Rays or the Pirates? Rays. One dollar. The usual? <laughs> the usual. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a whiteboard and start writing these on the whiteboard so we can keep track of them. We should. The Pirates have nobody. I mean, they traded away the three best players and got nothing in return. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you brought up the Browns. Did you yeah. see Johnny Manziel through an 80-yard pass? Where? In some video yesterday. In a video. Like he was doing a training session. In a video. Is he going to the Combine? Why? He's, his rights are owned. He doesn't need to go to the Combine. Who owns his rights? He's going to play in another football league. The what league? the spring league in Austin, Texas. What? Yeah, I uh, randomly something comes up about Johnny Manziel in my Twitter feed. I saw he's going to play in this you know, there's the NFL, then there's the CFL and there's other leagues. It seems like this is like a semi pro right. league. It's called the Spring League and it Takes place in Austin, and he's playing in that league. He's the comeback has begun. <laughs> well, he's trying to re. Well, he realized that. Uh, well, I think he's trying to get in the XFL. Yes, <laughs> with Vince. Yes, um, totally agree. I wanted. We've got one more subject to talk about, and it's it's the NHL. It's Anunziata's favorite thing that I talk about. 
I, I was thinking about this today. I've actually been thinking about it all week. Um, last year, the Ottawa Senators made it all the way all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. This year, it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. Really? Okay. And the fire sale has begun in Ottawa. Wow. They're trading away. I mean, they're trading away everybody. The fran- their franchise player, Eric Carlson's on the blocks. Wow. They traded a guy to the Penguins earlier today. Um, all five or six of their good players are being traded. Goal Penguins. Well, we don't know what the other team scored. We don't. Five. It could be three to one. <laughs> <laughs> um, does a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals the year before, do they need to have a fire sale the year after? If, they feel if they're like, rebuilding. If, well, if they feel like what they have isn't that great, yeah, you have to. They've got one of the best defensemen in hockey. If not the best defenseman in hockey, in their trading it. Well, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily work if your second, third, fourth, and fifth can't play defense as well as him. And that, that's a but, more. But do you build around that guy or do you get rid of him? That's up to. Wouldn't it make coach. Wouldn't it make more sense to build around that guy? Usually, because you, you trade away all these key parts. Makes me feel, and like you don't get a good return. You get draft picks and stuff, but that's a gamble in the NHL. Right, but but what it makes it feel like is you can't get other defensemen to play with that defenseman, and so you're just as bad off with those than you would be with others. Not every defenseman works well with other defensemen, and not every winger or center or they just don't – it just doesn't work well, and so eventually you have to come to the point where it's like, hey, are we on the track that we want to do? Okay, I agree with that. I but mean, it, I w- I would take a different route, but I would get rid of the the bad yeah. eggs and keep the good player. But honestly, if you go to the coach and then the ge- if the general manager goes to the coach and the owner is involved and all three say, uh, you know, are we going to pay this guy seven mil? Right. And they're like, well, I can't get it. And then so the coach goes, hey, I can't get anyone to work really well on the opposite side for three mil. Yeah. So wouldn't we be better for three mil people, two three so mil people? The one thing, the one thing I'm probably leaving out of the story is Ottawa's in a very unique situation. The fans are about to riot because the owner has the opportunity to build a new stadium, and instead of building it downtown where it will be convenient for everyone to get there, he's going to build it 25 miles outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And the owner's notorious for being a jackass. Have you ever been to Ottawa? I've never been to Ottawa. I have. And what do you think? And I'm in the Gatineau. Okay. Gatineau is I French. think that's where he wants to build it. Gatineau is across the river. It's in the French-speaking part of Quebec. And I couldn't believe how many people didn't know English in Gatineau. And I couldn't believe how good the Swiss cheese was at the subway, even though my sandwich was $13. 13 Canadian? No. <laughs> how long ago were you in Ottawa? Um, we did a bicycle race with the LG women. Tim Gallagher invited me up to be. Oh yeah, I remember that a couple years ago. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, and when so, you were the bike trainer. Yeah, or bike mechanic. I was the mechanic. Yeah, and make sure Tim didn't kill anyone. And <laughs> it was really cool because I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe, I went to restaurants and bars on the French side, and honestly, they didn't know English. That's odd. That, I mean, they're well, three I, miles. Ottawa's not in. Quebec. 
It's across the river. But it's in Ontario, right? Well, yeah, but but it's on the, the river, but it's on the border. The French speakers are so proud of their I know of their language. Yes, that they yeah. Well, they've tried to secede so so many times. Uh, but they're not going to win the war, so. Well, no, they've tried to vote for secession. It was very odd because I've never been anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. France, Germany, those places. There's where, always a little bit of where English. I was literally drunk, like hungover, in this restaurant. In and you couldn't in order a, a drink or food. And they were like, "Oh, we don't understand English," and I'm like. Like, That's when you use your iPhone, translate it, and show it to them. <laughs> did I have an iPhone then? No, 15, I probably. I must have. Uh, but it was just odd. It, and it caught me off guard how... Because it was actually the French-Canadian holiday that we were up there celebrating their their Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. The, that Memorial Day weekend, it, it comes a little bit earlier in May. Mm-hmm. And we were up there for that. Sure it wasn't Canada Day? July 1st? No. Okay, so the trade deadline is Monday, and there's going to be a lot of... And the NHL. Oh. The NHL doesn't start. Chris Nunziata always says... The NHL doesn't start. Chris Nunziata doesn't always say that. You always say that. No, Chris Nunziata... No, you always say that. No, you always say that. Chris Nunziata says... The season has begun. uh, No, it doesn't begin until playoffs. No, it's begun. No. It It began this week. This week. Mm-hmm. This week, because there's actually teams that are borderline of making the playoffs. Because Donato could go to the. He's not going to play for them this year. Oh, the he'll be there next year. They don't have room for him now. They got a great team. Really, the Bruins. The Bruins are back. I think they're in second place in that division. So, Jess is talking to her parents in Venezuela. We can overhear. <laughs> Everyone can hear. <laughs> um, there'll be lots of movement in the next week. It's one nothing, by the way. Well, that's cool. Um, all right, that does it for episode thirty. Does it? We got the full. That's everything I got. Unless you got something else. Let's. What time wise are we on? One ten. Minute ten. Wow. Episode thirty in the books. We've got a new logo. We've got a new new YouTube channel. You can listen to us. You can watch us on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, let's do the... Um, oh, listen to the um, Fat Guys No More podcast, too. You can find them on Podbean. Please do. I don't know if you found them on... If they've got up on iTunes yet. They're on Podbean. They're probably on Google Airplay. Um, well, it's kind of funny. I think Scott posted that he hadn't figured out how to put it on Google Play yet. No, he hadn't figured out how to do it on iTunes. <laughs> I was trying to help him with that, too. Um, of course, subscribe to our podcast, the Barman and Bevo podcast. Um, we've got 30 episodes plus seven Tour de France episodes. Uh, that's what I told Scott. <laughs> Scott tried to hold me to 20. I was like, excuse me, besides the seven Tour de France, which is going to be 21 next year. We're going to do every day. Live from Reality Bikes. The okay. Reality Bikes RV. The Stooges. The Stooges. <laughs> the Stooges RV. Um, with just as many Tour de France championships as the Stages RV. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? JD might have won one. <laughs> um, or JB, excuse me, not JD. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
We'll be back in a week. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. Um, Podbean's app is great. You can get it on all platforms. Um, you can uh, subscribe there. You can subscribe on any of our uh, other platforms as well. You can find us on Twitter, Barman and Bevo Podcast, under, at underscore Coach Barman, <laughs> at Bevo, Bevo8771. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Barman and Bevo Podcast, Michael Vandura, Michael Barman. If you go to either one of our feeds, we're always reposting um, stuff from the podcast. True. And you can find us on YouTube. Um, I think if you just look for Barman and Bevo Podcast or you look for me, Michael Vandura, you should be able to find us on YouTube. So that does it for episode 30. Closing ceremonies are Sunday. Everyone played to win the game, hopefully, <laughs> at the Olympics. Well, the OAR athletes were cheating. Uh, oh, yeah, we had a bobsledder got caught again today. Oh, God. It, why, why would you take performance-enhancing drugs for bobsledding? I think it's just residue from stuff they used to do. No. Well, yeah. it is what it is. Enjoy the last two days of the Olympics. Enjoy the NHL trade deadline. We'll post about the wing bracket. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah, flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way. Don't understand, they keep us showing my hands and not my face on TV. <laughs>